0: Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, Patriots.com slash Ben, to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4Patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, Patriots.com slash Ben.
1: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Parents, you're terrorists. And you very well may be a terrorist on a terrorist watch list. And the question is, how many parents have been put on that terrorist watch list? And our government will not tell us so far. If you think that the school boards are going to back down, if you think that the Democrats are going to back down from calling you terrorists if you show up to school board meetings and get in their faces, right? You defend your kids. Huh. They're doubling down. Give you a great example. This has nothing to do with actually Texas and the conservative Texas governor or Texas lawmakers. What I'm about to tell you. But it does tell you what liberals in even states like Texas, what they are willing to do. Texas School District has now sent armed agents to concern parents' homes and arrest them. That's right. Tireless critical race theory whistleblower, Christopher Rufo, among others, is blowing the whistle on another alleged outrageous action by a school board that evidently doesn't take kindly to constructive criticism from the parents whose children are in that school district. In a suburban Austin, Texas neighborhood, Austin is liberal. School boards are liberal. School administrators are liberal in our public schools. We now can confirm that not one, but two parents got arrested and thrown into jail for exercising their free speech rights in separate instances. That's important because they're not connected to one another at all. The battle lines are clear on one side, the Biden administration, public school bureaucrats, and now their armed agents are coming after you as parents, no matter where you live, even in a conservative state like Texas. On the other side are parents and families who oppose school closures, who oppose mass mandates, who oppose critical race theory, as well as corruption within their schools. Public schools officials have demonstrated now a willingness to use police power to silence and intimidate intimidate their opponents, which is you and I. And now they're moving a step further. They're now using the FBI to put you on a terrorist watch list. Quote, if parents are to succeed, protesters must continue to organize and peacefully and highlight corruption and abuse of power by local officials. That is what one parent said about what has just happened in Texas. Now, this particular controversy arose in Round Rock, Texas where the school district runs its own police force. In the first case, Dustin Clark, a father and retired army captain, told the board that it was illegal for them to pass an unlawful tax increase while district police arbitrarily locked parents out of the meeting. In the second case, Jeremy Story, a minister and father of seven children, produced evidence that the board had covered up an alleged assault by the superintendent. Against a mistress. Story was physically prevented from finishing his remarks by police. And yeah, they decided to take him out. Why? They were operating under orders from the school board president and the superintendent. Both men were arrested at their homes. Say it again. Both men were arrested at their homes on a charge of disorderly conduct with intent to disrupt, to disrupt a meeting. That is a Class A misdemeanor. Both men from these separate incidences have spent the night in the Williamson County Jail. Both men arrested by the school police department. The arrest allegedly occurred one day after one of the parents' story filed a legal grievance. This is what you call retaliation. Concerned parents held an all-night vigil now outside the lockup facility before the two men were released the following morning. This is what happens when you stand up and these liberals can beat you back down. I want you to hear what this story sounded like as it was told. On the local news,
4: are facing charges after a Round Rock Independent School District board meeting ended in chaos. Now, the topic of the meeting: masks. KXAN digital reporter Grace Reader spoke to those two men after they were released from jail today.
5: Shame on you, communists! Communists! Let
4: the public in. That man, Dustin Clark and another Jeremy Story who was outside the main meeting room were arrested Friday and charged, uh, spent the night in the jail charged with hindering proceedings by disorderly is, conduct. Mr. Clark, you have a spokesperson for Round Rock ISD says while this is still being investigated, the men were charged for issues at this week's meeting and previous meetings. She said there were concerns that their actions created a quote potentially threatening environment for student staff and community. Community members present and hindered official proceedings.
5: So we don't feel like we created any sort of animosity or environment.
4: After being released from jail Saturday morning, KXAN caught up with Story and Clark. They feel they're being targeted for speaking out against what they believe was a violation of the Open Meetings Act.
0: There was no reason to not have
4: more chairs attendees and even a few board members believed more people should have had access to the main meeting room to participate in the discussion about whether the mask mandate would be extended okay
5: point of order guys guys please stop
4: the school district says they had it that way because of covid19 regardless two men are now lawyering up and say their arrests were an abuse of power
3: i know that educators work hard and and, and they're so sacrificial and, and so much that they do and so we're not we're not that we're not angry we're just we have been we feel our civil rights have been violated
4: Grace Reader KXAN News
0: Now what it clearly shows you from this report is you have two parents and a school board that decided we don't want to hear from you we don't want to like you we're not going to put enough chairs in there we're going to claim covid is our way to continue to operate basically in, in total um Isolation so that there is zero accountability from the public. Now. KXAN has now asked the Round Rock Independent School District. As well as the Williamson County Sheriff's Office. Why a warrant was issued for the two men instead of a citation. Because this isn't normal protocol. We've now found out from whistleblowers. The Williamson County Sheriff's Office referred them to the local round rock ISD police department, even though court documents now show that the sheriff's office was the arresting agency. Welcome to collusion of powerful people in government. A spokesman for round rock ISD did not answer the question that was asked by the media, but did confirm the Williamson County Sheriff's Office was, quote, the arresting agency. So now we're trying to figure out who even arrested arrest these people. No one is being jailed for this type of offense due to COVID-19 precautions. Is what the whistleblower now says. Quote, a special exception was made to seemingly target these men is what the CBS affiliate is now reporting. Quote, in short, a school district's police department coordinated with a sheriff's department to make an example of these men to arrest the parents at their homes under orders from a school board member and president. No one's being jailed for this type of offense due to COVID-19. Yet these two men spent the night in jail done deliberately on purpose. Both men now have lawyered up as they should. On Wednesday, it was revealed via leaked documents that the FBI is allegedly using its resources after all to investigate parents contrary to the lie made by the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland during a recent Capitol Hill testimony in the aftermath of the infamous National School Board Association letter which the organization has since retracted. House Republicans obtained that whistleblower document showing that the FBI is using its counterterrorism division to investigate and add, quote, threat tags to parents the same way you would add a threat tag to ISIS or members of Al Qaeda. If this is accurate, which there's no reason to believe that it isn't, Parents are now getting the domestic terrorism treatment for going to a school board meeting. Now, the question is, are you even on the list? How do you get on the list? And how do you get off the list if you've now been labeled a domestic terrorist? Now, you may recall that the corporate media insisted all week long that Garland was a moderate. They insisted the same thing when Obama tried to get him on the U.S. Supreme Court. Garland quote is a menace to truth justice and law he used the fbi to run interference for the teachers unions and to suppress middle class american families the parent movement must not stop until he resigns in disgrace that is what an op-ed said in the washington or the new york post today now given What has been going on within public school administrations, many conservatives are now running for school board positions, which I've been encouraging each and every one of you to do. You want to make a difference in this country? Get on your school board. The fact of the matter is, these school boards are no longer school boards. They are in liberal, tyrant, indoctrination marketplaces, using your tax dollars to indoctrinate your children into socialism and communism, critical race theory, and other crazy things like that. Now, the question also becomes, what happens to Garland? And how do we get him to resign or get him out of office altogether? Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days,
6: No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
3: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm
2: Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson.
3: And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our
2: buddies? You get our way. tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The key to getting Garland, the attorney general, out of office very well may be the fact that it looks like he lied not only the American people, but lied to Congress, knowing that the FBI had created a parent tracking system to track them, just like a family member in Al Qaeda or ISIS, a terrorist would be tracked. Jim Jordan, who we had on this podcast and our show uh, a couple of days ago, mentioned this, but now he's getting even more information from the whistleblower. And if you missed her sit down with jim jordan make sure you listen to it it's in our podcast grab it it's an incredible interview uh, with a ton of information about the fbi and how they're attacking parents now like they are domestic terrorists but i want you to hear the latest what he had to say on fox just this morning there
6: that, is that. a letter that's been drafted apparently by this whistleblower it's not been made public it has been shared with some members of the media but we have not seen it can you characterize the
5: tenor of that letter, well, from the whistleblower. Yeah, he, I mean, the, the the whistleblower talks about what's in the email that went out to the uh, FBI agents around the country, telling them to you know put together this threat tag, put this label, this 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 terrorist tag on uh, on parents. And this email bill went out the day before Merrick Garland come in front of our committee and told us, oh no, nothing of the sort is going on. I mean, he tells us that, testifies to that, tells the American people that at the same time, just 24 hours earlier, this email had been sent out. So uh, the whistleblower walks through some of that in his uh, in his letter. But um, it is it is just giving his his uh, uh, his belief about what this email tells FBI agents to do. Okay, on that specific letter,
6: has the FBI or anybody, DOJ, have they responded to these claims?
5: Well, we had, what, Peter Strzok saying yesterday, now he's no longer with the FBI, thank goodness, but he said, oh, this is, this is normal, this is how this works, threat tags, which should scare us when Peter Strzok, the guy who did all the activities he did in the Trump-Russia investigation, is calling this normal, putting this tag, putting this label. Here's the fundamental question, Bill. What's the number? How many Americans, how many parents, how many moms, how many dads now have this tag, this label put on their name? Do these two guys in Texas, do, does, does Clay Travis who showed up at a school board meeting and spoke out against policies at his children's school, I mean, that's the part that's most troubling and that's why we need, we, we asked Chairman Nather yesterday, when will you bring back the Attorney General to answer questions? After all, it sure looks like He misled the American people when he gave the answers that he did.
6: Uh, Okay, two things here. Uh, You mentioned uh, Merrick Garland there. Here is testimony from three weeks ago, October 21. Roll I can't imagine any circumstance in which the Patriot Act would be used in the circumstances uh, of parents complaining about their children, nor can I imagine a circumstance where they would be labeled as domestic terrorists. All right, I mean, can you dispute that?
5: As he made that statement, the counterterrorism division at the FBI was sending an email to FBI agents around the country saying, put a threat tag on parents' names. I mean, that. so that directly contradicts it. He can't imagine using the Patriot Act. Well then, why was it the counterterrorism division at the FBI who sent this email out to FBI agents? Well, He's fair, got, fair I think, question, a lot of questions right, to answer. Fair
6: point. And here, here's what the FBI said about that threat tag phrase you use. A tag is merely a statistical tool to track information for review and reporting. The creation of a threat tag in no way changes the longstanding requirements for opening investigation, nor does it represent a shift in how the FBI prioritizes threats. I mean, they're essentially saying that's that's pretty much of a nothing there.
5: No, I mean you gotta take it in context too, Bill. Remember, we had the, the School Board Association the left-wing political group send the letter to the White House. We now know they were coordinating with the White House. Prior to sending that letter, asking the White House to inv- asking Joe Biden to involve the FBI in and using the Patriot Act to to spy on parents or to look into parents at school board meetings. Five days later, after that letter is sent, Merrick Garland does exactly what that association asked for. But what happened the day after he testified in front of our committee? We made this an issue. We talked about this. The school board association apologized and withdrew their letter. Why won't Merrick Garland do the same thing? He needs to stop this in its tracks. He needs to stop tracking parents with whatever label, whatever they're going to call it. Stop tracking parents. Stop giving them this label. This is what needs to happen. And the American people understand it for what it is.
0: It's amazing that this is allowed to happen in this country. Now, the good news is not only do we now know for a fact that the White House, quote, actively engaged based on this whistleblower, With the NSBA, National School Board Association, before the domestic terror letter went out. That means the Attorney General Garland did lie. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced in October the FBI would investigate threats against school staffers. Why? Because the White House was actively engaged with the National School Board Association before they sent out the letter to the Biden administration asking That the feds investigate outspoken parents and liken them to domestic terrorists, the internal memo now confirms. That October the 12th NSBA memo raises now extremely serious questions about whether the White House in fact ordered the Attorney General Garland to have the FBI investigate confrontations and other incidents at local school board meetings across the U.S., which would mean that Garland definitely lied. The memo made public by the group Parents Defending Education detailed at least one specific meeting with White House staff on September the 14th, just over two weeks before the National School Board Association sent their letter to President Biden meaning all this was being done behind the scenes. They'd all agreed on it. It was all a ruse. It was all for the cameras when they came out the way they did, and it looked like the White House was reacting to the letter when, in fact, they were working with them beforehand based on the information we now have from the whistleblower. In that September 14, 2021 meeting of the Organization of State Association Executive Directors, Directors Liaison Group, they were informed there had been a meeting They were informed, when you think about this, they were informed that there had been a meeting with the White House staff that morning. That means the morning of September the 14th, and that the National School Board Association was preparing to send a letter to the president based on that morning's meeting. That is what the memo actually reads. Subsequently, on September the 17th, that is four days later, The interim executive director emailed notice to the state association executive directors that indicated a letter requesting federal assistance would be sent. They already were colluding with the White House on this. So the White House was actively working with the National Teachers Association to label you a terrorist and to monitor you as a terrorist and put you on a watch list as a terrorist. Because you showed up at your kid's school board meeting. Garland then announced on October the 4th, two weeks later, that the FBI would take the lead on probing what he called, quote, a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff, even though the evidence for that statement does not exist written by the National School Board Association President, Viola Garcia. The memo also details that the organization was, quote, actively engaged with the White House, actively engaged with the Department of Justice, actively engaged with the Department of Homeland Security, and actively engaged with the Department of Education, as well as being actively engaged with a Surgeon General and other federal agencies on pandemic-related issues, quote-unquote. That is the president of the National School Board Association, Viola Garcia, sending a memo to her members telling them all this happened long before the letter was written to the White House, and the White House wrote the letter back saying, we're going to spy on you. They were all in on it beforehand, and Garland may have been directed by Joe Biden's White House to do it and then lied about it. So right now, go to 4 slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. With Lucky Land Slots,
1: you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
2: good song the johnny carson theme right hey who wrote that
3: skip who do you think it's your buddy hi everyone i'm paul anka
2: and i'm skip bronson
0: Gotten even worse. He's now at 37% in some polls. That's lower than at any point in Trump's presidency. And he was impeached twice, and the media came after the entire time. This time, uh, the media is protecting Joe Biden at all costs, and still his approval rating is down in the 30s now, is what we're being told. Part of the reason why, I think, clearly is because of this story I'm telling you about right now, which is the fact that the White House apparently was working directly with the National School Board Association. And then ordering the Justice Department, Garland, to start making parents who show up at school boards into domestic terrorists. Put them on the lists, Give them tags as terrorists next to their names. Who knows how long this will last, right? Does this get you on a new not, do not fly list? Does this get you extra scrutiny at the airport? I'm, I'm curious. I want to know how this is going to work. Now, the White House has not responded to comment about the NSBA meetings at the White House. They've refused to comment also on this memo that has been leaked. that was unclassified. I want to make that clear. Now, the memo also follows a set of emails released that reveal that top officials with the NSBA spoke with the White House before Garland issued a response of action to their letter on October the 4th. All of them were in on this. They all want to be a part of it. In his own memo, Garland announced the FBI would take the lead in investigating what he called, quote, a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff. All of this was fabricated, folks, beforehand. He wasn't responding. Okay? he wasn't responding to a letter he was helping choreograph the entire rollout of all of this that's called collusion now his order has since received massive criticism from parents as well as lawmakers who claim it targets parents voicing their concerns about the implementation of mass mandates as well as critical race theory in schools, given the language used in the NSBA's letter. The organization's letter sent on September the 29th by CEO Chip Slavin without uh, without consultation with other officials within the NSBA claimed, quote, America public schools and its education leaders are under an immediate threat. That was not based in fact that was based on them not wanting to listen to parents complain, or become too active in the schools. This union, they're hardcore socialists. They're in favor of making kids hate America, making kids hate the color of their skin, dividing this country, transgendered issues, and indoctrinating your children to think America's the worst country in the world. This is why they didn't want you involved. Now the letter we also now also uh, know, Diaz marked that, You there? Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Now, the letter also suggested that verbal confrontations and other incidents at local school board meetings across the U.S. constituted, quote, acts of malice, violence, and threats against public school officials. So if you raised your voice at a school board meeting, you organized a Facebook group to stand up to the school boards. You showed up with friends with signs that could mean that your actions would be classified not could be but would be classified as a form of domestic terrorism based on what the letter says now upon sending the letter Slavin the CEO of the National School Board Association also sent it to the National School Board Association's Board of Directors noting quote talks with the White House so they're in on it, too. He's saying it in his own emails to his own board members. Hey, we're in talks to the White House. We got this. I'm sending this out to you just so you know, and then they're going to respond, and the AG is going to do their thing, and we've all figured it out behind closed doors. And just so you know, we've, we've got this. The White House is on board. And one of the now-released emails, Slavin noted that, quote, in talks over the last several weeks with the White House staff, they request additional information on some of the specific threats So the letter also details many of the incidents that have been occurring. This is what you call propaganda. Tyrants do this. They organize and create a fake narrative about a fake threat against people they want to silence. And then they tell you that those people are a real threat and therefore they're justified in silencing them, even though they're the ones that fabricated the threat altogether. These parents that are showing up are not terrorists. The fact that I'm even having to say that is absurd. And that's exactly why the board of directors at the NSBA has since apologized for the language used in Slavin's letter. Quote, to be clear, the safety of school board members, other public school officials and students is our top priority. And there remains important work to be done on this issue, the board wrote. However. There was no justification for some of the language included in the letter. Given the repudiation of the letter from September, some lawmakers have even pressed the Department of Justice to recall their own memo and their own investigation based on the fact that the School Board Association has now retracted their letter. Quote, because the NSBA letter was the basis of your memo and given that your memo had been, has been and will continue to be read as threatening parents and filling their protected First Amendment rights, the only response course of action, the only responsible, excuse me, course of action is for you to fully and unequivocally withdraw your memorandum immediately. That is what Representative Jim Jordan said on this show a couple of days ago. The attorney general was urged to recall it again during an October 27th hearing with the Senate Judiciary Committee just days later. Senator Chuck Grassley said this to Garland, quote, so last week the organization disavowed it, referring to the School Board Association's letter. They disavowed the letter that they sent you and the White House, which you based your memo on their letter, their memo. It's a delegitimized letter at this point. I assume you're going to revoke your extremely divisive memo that you said was instigated because of the school board union's letter. That's a question, Grassley then went to say. Quote, in response from Garland Center, the memo, which I refer to as one page, that responds to concerns about violence, threats of violence, other criminal conduct, that's all it's about, and all it asks is for the federal law enforcement to consult with, meet with local law enforcement to assess the circumstances, strategize about what may or may not be necessary to provide federal assistance if it is necessary. Garland pressed further, asking, quote, Presumably you wrote the memo because of the letter. The letter is disavowed now, and you're going to keep your memo going anyway, right? Is that what you're telling me? Garland did not directly answer Grass's question, but acknowledged the letter from the NTNSBA, excuse me, board. Yes, it is no longer accurate. Never was accurate, by the way. Quote the language of the letter. Garland said that they disavow is, is language that was never included in my memo and never would be. I did not adopt every concern that they had in their letter. I thought that only the concern about violence and threats of violence Is what hasn't changed so in other words they sent us a letter they coordinated with us behind the scenes they coordinated with the White House behind the scenes and we decided to pull this on the American people because we wanted to label parents as terrorists and we wanted to intimidate parents so they would go home because we didn't want to deal with them and so that's exactly what we decided to do and we did this and the reason why we did it is for one reason because we hate it the parents were actually thinking that they had a right to talk to us, to tell us what we should or should not believe in. And so what we decided to do is say, no, we're we're not doing that. You're not going to do that to us. Are you crazy? So we made up a lie and we made the lie fact and then we investigated the lie, which was the parents who showed up at school board meetings and then we decided to put them on a terrorist watch list. We don't know how many parents are on the watch list. Does it matter? Apparently not. Because all we really care about is that the parents are now terrorists. Based on a lie that we created out of thin air. And yes, it was created out of thin air. You want to know how to get rid of Garland? This is how you do it. This is how we get rid of Garland. And Republicans better do exactly what Jim Jordan is doing. And they better press. And the question you should have to answer is, hey, how many parents are terrorists now? How many parents have you put on the list? Who decided who gets on the list? Is it just a political enemies list, a hit list? Is that what it is? Is it a political enemies list where if you're a school board member and you get an email from somebody questioning you and what you're doing, they just immediately send it over to you guys and immediately you add them to the list? It's a question that they should be able to answer. And it's clearly a question they don't want to answer. I hope every one of you will grab this podcast And you'll share it on social media. I hope every one of you hit that little forward button and put it on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you put your stuff. I hope you'll text it to your family and friends. Because we absolutely have to fight back and make sure that this stops. See you back here tomorrow.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com Daily bonuses are waiting No purchase necessary Void were prohibited by law 18 plus Terms and conditions apply See website for details
3: One of the best shows of the year According to Apple, Amazon and Time Is back for another round
1: We had a big bear of
3: a man who was called Mal Evans He was on roadie And uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane And he said Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Beverly. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.